Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Shot Callers presented by 48 Minutes Network. I'm your host Kyle Brandon. Joining me today is Ben Brown and producer Tim. On today's episode we talk Tom Thibodeau getting canned after a win against LA. We talk about the all-star voting. We talk is James Harden a top three player in the league? And we also talk about Kawhi's return. So stay tuned. First our friends, stay champs. I said I always remember the wood crane beneath my feet in a busy street. I never said I was angry, but I think I'm still in misery. But it's what I needed, and it took me by surprise. Sometimes I think I'm mad. All right, we're recording this on a Sunday night at 9 o'clock. Uh, we just got word from Woj. At about seven o'clock, that Minnesota has fired president and coach Tom Th- Thibodeau. League sources tell ESPN. So Tibbs is out, and this is after a win against a LeBronless Lakers team. Mm-hmm. Um, an impressive win, you know. Maybe it was impressive because the young guys didn't play well, but a coach getting fired in the middle of a season after a win doesn't happen a ton. Nope. Uh, Tim, what were your initial thoughts? I kind of laughed. Okay. I know it sounds awful of me because a guy lost his job, but like I've seen this story before. I've seen this story quite a few times before, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not necessarily surprised because I knew after the Butler trade and how the Butler trade just went down horribly, how he demanded the trade and he was still there for about a month and a half after. I was like, okay, something's not right over there. And Glenn Taylor's not exactly, you know, the Golden State Warriors front office by any means. So... I I mean I, I feel bad for Tibbs, but at the same point, like he kind of did it to himself, you know. He still is playing his guys, his starters, forty five minutes a game, and he's still kind of like stretching everybody out, and still favor has favorite players that he sticks to, i.e. Derrick Rose and Taj Gibson, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was just bound to happen. I mean, yeah. this team's not good. Yeah, I don't think that we're super shocked that Tibbs got fired. No, Ben. What do you think about him getting fired like in the middle of the season? Are you fine with the timing of it? After a win, does, does it seem okay? <laughs> the after the win thing is kind of crazy. Um, but I think the NBA is such a win-now league that if you don't do it now and pull the trigger, then you know it makes it harder to do that. But I think all those things that Tim said, all I agree with all of those because you know he – He is the way he is. He has to have a certain kind of GM. He has to have a certain kind of ownership. He is the GM. Well, I mean, he has to have a certain kind of ownership um, in order for him to be um, effective. Like, he's just a certain type of GM and coach that he has to have a special ownership to be able to do the things that he wants to do. Because, truth be told, when we talked about, you know, Jimmy Butler and, and, you know, Thibodeau guys, Gibson, Rose – you have to be a certain kind of player in order to play for Tibbs. So um, I don't think that was Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think that's Wiggins. I don't think it's those young guys. I don't think I don't. I'm not sure how much those guys really get into the Tibbs way of things. Um, and if if your um, franchise player, you know, isn't really on board with you know, your coach and GM, then you got to make a move and it's not going to be Carly Towns. The best tweet was Bobby Portis came out and put a quote tweet out with mm-hmm. the news. Oh, loud. And he put, damn, RIP Timber Bulls. <laughs> I, I like Bobby Portis more and more every day. I do too. Because <laughs> he was the first draft pick of the Hoiberg era. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. um, I do agree with what Ben says uh, about you know, these young guys, and I think we kind of saw a lot of that with the Butler deal is these aren't young guys that like to be belittled. Right. And Tibbs is definitely that old school kind of coach. Like, there's a reason Tibbs fit in so well for that Boston Celtics team that won the championship yep. when he was their defensive coordinator. Yep. Um, you know, but, you know, when he went there, he didn't draft Derrick Rose in Chicago. You know, Derrick Rose in his second year mm-hmm. after, after Vinny Del Negro. And he had Joakim Noah, who was established. He had Taj Gibson, who was established. And so he could rely on those guys. He's kind of like the coach version of LeBron where he doesn't like having young guys. Um, except for, I don't think LeBron's going to go out there and be like, God damn it, Lonzo, you suck, you p- 
piece of shit. Ah. Right. Yeah. Um, I do think that a big part of Tibbs's job in Minnesota specifically was to develop Towns and Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Wiggins really hasn't taken any Not steps. Not at all. And that has to be a reflection of Tibbs. Yeah, yeah. especially because uh, he's the GM and the coach. Absolutely. And we've talked before, and I wrote an article on how Carl, at one point, you know, was the guy that GMs wanted to start their franchise with. He's no longer on that list. So right. uh, I don't know how much he's progressed, because I think he was supposed to be on that timeline of – Anthony Davis kind of, right? He was kind yeah. of supposed to have that uh, career arc where he was like one of these chosen one guys. Right. And now he's kind of lost in the shuffles. You know what I mean? Is he is he better than Jokic? Eh, I don't know. Right. All right? So like he's kind of fallen behind a, a little bit in that sense. So I think that player development hasn't been the strong suit. Yeah, It's been that way forever. Yeah. I mean, other than Jimmy Butler, what players has he really developed? And... And how much of it did Jimmy Butler take it upon himself? Right. With his amazing story, we all know. Right. You know what I mean? With him coming from nothing, barely being scouted and all that stuff. Like, how much of that was he developed and how much of it was him saying, I'm going to make it no matter what? Right. Yeah. And Tibbs is, I mean, Tibbs is just, he's just a unique individual. Um, I don't know if he'll necessarily, I don't think he'll get a job in the next year or two. Um, he was really good when he was an analyst for ESPN that year in between Chicago and Minnesota. I did enjoy him in that role. So hopefully we get a little bit more of that. But yeah. I think Tibbs has got to kind of understand that, like, we talk all the time how athletes evolve, and that's also going to be on personality. Personalities in this league evolve so much now. Right. I mean, if he's going to baby Derek Rose the way he has, why can't he do that and kind of, like, be more, I guess, as nurturing the word yeah. To, yeah, absolutely. to guys like Townsend Wiggins? No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So do you think it's more of the – the GM, the GM part of Tibbs, or the coach part of Tibbs that got him fired. Um. Well, tell me a good draft pick he made. Right. That's what I'm saying. Lori Markkinen. Right. I mean, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like Justin I, Patton. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm feeling like it's more the GM Tibbs. Not saying that Tibbs. Is, you know what I mean? It's more the GM Tibbs that you got to get rid of, and it's just part of that is that you know if I fire his GM, I got to fire his coach. So. Well, he's also supposed to be a defensive mastermind, and Minnesota's defense is um. Lackluster. Yeah, just a bit. At best. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, we and we've said this before, too. That was the first team to really make it to the playoffs in 13 mm-hmm. years under Tibbs. Right. Um, but, you know, it was probably talent-wise, having Butler, Wiggins, and Towns, it's probably the most talent. And even Teague, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. probably the most talent the team's had in a while, too. So You got that yeah. spark from Rose, and you had right. you know, Tosh Gibson, Tosh Gibson. being right. the veteran guy to kind of keep it all together. They yeah. are very middle of the road as far as defense goes this year. Um, Last year they were atrocious. Allowing 110 points a game. I mean, it's you know somewhere around the middle, middle to bottom time. middle of the league. So, um, Woof. I'm curious, what what is the next... This one will be for Ben. What is the next person uh, kind of inheriting oh with this tech or with this team? Um, well, the the reports have already been out that Hoiberg is yeah. supposed to be the guy that they're looking at, and Chauncey Billups is supposed to be the inside on the inside track of being the GM. Whoever that new person um, is, what what is this team going to be moving forward? Do you think? Um, I I think it has to be. And I hate saying this because I, I see it with Anthony Davis, but it's got to be kind of a inside-out team. So it's got to start with Carl Anthony Towns. That's got to be the basis of your offense. Now, you're going to have to put shooters around him in order for them to, that to be effective. Um, you're going to have to do something with Wiggins. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what his contract looks like right now. but Bad. Uh, right. I think it's a, one of those bad contracts. But you're going to – I think the Wiggins project is about over. Can can a team be successful at the highest level with a guy with their best player not being a primary ball handler? Well, and that's kind of what what I was saying with the Anthony Davis thing is that you know I love Anthony Davis, yeah. but is Anthony Davis going to lead your franchise not being the primary ball handler? Right, someone still has to get him involved. Right, and somebody also has to be on the perimeter to be able to hit shots. Somebody has to be on the perimeter to be able to to move the ball and do other things. You know, you just can't say, okay, well, you score 45 and the rest of us will score whatever and 
because as you've seen with the Pelicans, like that, you know, even when he scored forty five, he loses. So I mean, yeah, I I just not not sure if that's going to work. The two thousand eighteen Cavaliers would like a word. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but that's the greatest <laughs> player in the world. You know, and, and he was he could bring the ball up the court, and though. he could control the true. ball. That's you know that's I mean? the difference between like yeah, Giannis, that's true, cause right? Like, Giannis, yeah, because Giannis will take the ball up at the point. Right. When you think of like a big man, um, right. Anthony Davis isn't so much bringing the ball up. Yeah, they're yeah. not inbounding the ball to him. Uh, Philly's not inbounding the ball to Embiid even. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it's just something interesting that to look at. Well, the conversation you and I had the other night when we were out, and I was like. When's the last time a big man won the MVP? Right. And we came back to like Tim Duncan in 04. Right. Yeah. As a four. As a four. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Shaq, I think it was Shaq in 2000, I think it's still the last five. Jeez. But yeah. That's crazy. I know. Uh, Tim, what are your thoughts on the next person for this role? Doesn't Fred Hoiberg just kind of seem like it just makes sense? Like, <laughs> like it's awful. <laughs> but like, it feels like, it, you know, this one. I will say it does feel like the Bengals just hiring Hugh Jackson yes. yep. right to, after. Right after, yeah. Just, yeah. just saying, yep. all right, our coaching situation sucks. Everyone's been saying we got to get rid of our coach, so we'll fire him. And then just immediately interviewing the actual worst candidate possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because especially, I mean, Hoiberg, I know, keeps coming up. Hoiberg actually turned down a UCLA interview because he said he wants to stay in the NBA. He wants to do an NBA head coaching job and. They really like him up there. He was a player for the Timberwolves for a while. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked, per se. I think I feel, it would just be the funniest shit ever. I feel like UCLA's got to be one of the better jobs. Oh, it is. There. One, it's... Los it's, Angeles. It's, well, yeah, L- it's you're LA, LA, baby. Uh, right. As far as titles go, and I know it's kind of a what have you done recently, but historically-wise, I mean, it's... Right, it's Notre Dame football. It's as, rich, basketball it's as rich as yeah. any program. Yeah. Um, well, that's... Yeah, man, that's... It's, I don't know. I, I, I got to imagine that Southern California on its worst day is better than Minnesota on even the best day. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it, too, like... I'll, I'll take LaMelo Ball stealing stuff over Anthony Wiggins. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> An- Andrew Wiggins. What did I say? Anthony. Anthony Wiggins. His wow. brother. <laughs> is that his brother? I don't know. Probably. Uh, I th- I, his brother I, was... I thought Always was, chipping, chirping yeah. something. No, the worst is still like, like Anthony the same Bennett. Team. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> the worst, the worst brother is still Reggie Rose. I'm surprised. Yeah. Like it gets like it's only like quiet now because Derek's having a good year. But like when Reggie Rose talks, things aren't good. Carl Anthony Bennett. That's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 that's a very very big insult to Carl Anthony Towns. Well, score more than five points in a playoff game. <laughs> you coward. <laughs> um. Overall, though, this team is out of the playoffs. Do you think that it's a fire sale moving forward? Because they have guys that they could move. Um, oddly enough, I, I think like Anthony Tolliver, right? Mm-hmm. This is a guy that we talked about last offseason. Um, used to play for my Pistons, but he's a veteran stretch four that could shoot really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's really weird because I, I think, oh, he would fit really well with uh, the Sixers. But I'm like, well, they just had a trade with the Sixers, and he wasn't included, which might be telling, right? They, like, right. Maybe if they wanted him, they would have. They could have like that Cavaliers Jazz thing going, where they're the only two teams that trade with each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. Do you think that they get rid of any pieces? Do you think that they keep this roster for the next month? I think that yeah, I think they keep this roster at least for a little bit. Teague, you think Teague stays or anything? Yeah, I do. I don't think they're gonna yeah. go into a situation. Especially now that Tibbs is gone, where they're going to trade him to have Rose start. I don't think they're going to do that. Okay. Um, what What about Tyus Jones? Is he? I know. I don't like, understand that. I don't know how he's so buried on the depth chart. Yeah. I don't either. You know, it's like. I don't. I don't know. I feel like out of a young prospect, he's yeah. he's fine. Yeah, absolutely. He's probably a guy you can get that. some get some late picks for. Yeah. Well, I. I, I mean, the Bulls got money for Justin. The money they did for Justin Holiday. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that I, I do think that you probably have to keep them together for a little bit. Um, I do think that hopefully some of those young guys start to get a little bit of some minutes, um, like Bates Diop, uh, Tyus Jones. 
you know, guys like that. I mean, what do, what have you got to lose? You said Bates Diop, my ears are like the dog oh, yeah. thing where they're like, Whoo. no doubt. But he's a guy that, I mean, what do you have to lose to get those guys minutes? Um, yeah. You're obviously not winning games. With, I mean, not the, not to say anything bad because Derek Rose is having a great season. Taj Gibson's Taj Gibson, but you're not winning games. You're not getting yourself to the playoff with those guys. Why not try your young guys and get better? And, and, and you know, if you lose some games, you lose games. I mean, you're losing yeah. games now, so what's it, it matter? It's like the Suns playing Trevor Reza. It's like I, right. I get that maybe you'll win an extra couple games, but one, do you even want to? And two, for what? For what? Like, for what? Who cares if you have, you know what I mean? Who cares if you have 24 or 27 wins? It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. So, yeah, I, I agree. Get the young guys involved, and I would like to see Tyus Jones and Kata Bates Diop are the two that I'd really like to see mm-hmm. get involved there. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I see. Tw- there's a lot of tweets right now. They're saying get Cat out of t- Minnesota ASAP. So, who's your franchise guy then? Yeah, and also mm. like, and you're just left with Wiggins. Great. And he and just that, signed and that contract. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, he just signed the big deal. Why would he leave? Yeah. Like, where's he gonna go? Right. I don't. I don't know what you'd want in return. Right. I no. That's that's the guy. I still. I still say the game plan is built around him. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. So uh, switching gears a little bit, James Harden has been a, a, just an absolute monster. We talked about this last week. I feel like this is like the feature we did last week with James mm-hmm. Harden, and here we are again. That Warriors game. Um, I know we all watched it. It was like the. The most exciting game that I've seen in about a month or two, uh, probably since the the Warriors Raptors game. Um, it was about as good of a game I've seen. It was crazy. James Harden hits the game winning shot. Um, you know he's surrounded by two guys. It's still good defense from Clay and Draymond, but he gets the shot over him, and he says he holds up the, the two fingers and says two time, like he's going to be a two time MVP. Yeah. Absolutely. My question is when okay, so this is this is kind of a weird one cuz it's not really a tangible thing. On Twitter and stuff like that, you see people make these lists of top 10 players in the league. And we do this in group chats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like who are the top 10 players in the league? And James Harden is usually around let's say 5. Yeah. Okay, they it's usually LeBron, KD, Steph in some order. Giannis and AD and Kawhi are usually in there as well. My question is, what does what does a roadmap for Harden being the best player in the world look like? Like, what would he have to do to be the best player in the world? Um, well, the the three guys that are sitting ahead of him have rings. But was so, Le, was LeBron the best about... player in the world before he won a championship with Miami? He was, but I think it only increased that. When yeah. he when he won a championship, um, I mean that's my fear is that like right that Kevin, Kevin be, Durant was still what number two right without before without, he got a ring right so why can't Harden be two? I, I that's, that's I, I mean I love I mean I love James Harden I I really do I think I like I said in our Christmas wish list I I want him to be the two time MVP because he's playing at that level, um, it's almost like it's almost like the where we talked about um, with. You know, when does Durant overtake LeBron or when does Durant overtake Steph? You know, it's almost kind of like that feel where you, you've got a guy that you know is a stud and a flat-out stud. Now, Steph's been playing out of his mind this year. I mean, he's kind of returned to MVP form. But, you know, James Harden is undeniably right now the best player in the league. I mean, and you can say what you want about LeBron. You can say what you want about Kevin Durant, you can say what you want about Steph. James Harden, the numbers he's putting up and the things he is doing in the league right now haven't been seen since 88 Jordan. I mean, a guy's gone on a string of, well, my bad. He had an off night last night. He had 38. I mean, uh, <laughs> 38 uh, and 17. My bad. He had an off night last I, night. That's on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was kind of down on him a little bit. So, um but I mean the didn't string he, didn't even get to forty. Right, I mean he couldn't even get to forty. I mean he just you know just on that cowardice, you know what I mean? So, uh, but you've never seen a guy on a scoring tear like that. And not only just scoring tear, but his team is winning. I mean they're winning games. So as of right now, I mean if you look at it, 
I mean, who right now is playing better than James Harden? Yeah, I don't know, man. And it's not even like it's not even like he's the flavor of the week or anything like that. So here's here's where I'm like, do you think he's the flavor of the week? No, but I do have a slight complaint. This is probably just nitpicking. All right, I'm right. So he's putting up these great numbers, sure. Yes. But like 13 of 35, 14 of 38, he's having a lot of those shooting nights where he's shooting like 33% from the floor. Yeah, but his effective field goal percentage is like 60%. Yeah. So 62%. I like I just think efficiency, he's like he's been fine, I think. Um, but he's going to be a volume scorer. I think he's I think he's a volume scorer like a Zach Levine, just again like with the stats turned all the way up. Right. Don't well, maybe crush this wine glass. Well, I think too the thing that helps Harden as well is that Austin he Rivers. Is, uh, no. Yes, Austin <laughs> Rivers is playing well. He's been playing well. He's been playing well. Oh, Tim yeah. and I talked about it on on a pod uh, like a week or two ago. Yeah. And I said that Austin Rivers is just the lowest hanging fruit that people rip on, and he's kind of become the cold play of. The NBA. <laughs> Nickelback. The Nickelback. Or people just make fun of him because like, it's a thing to make fun of. Right. But he's played pretty well. But he has. Don't hate on Coldplay. Don't hate. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, what Harden's been able to do, I mean, it's just been unreal. Um, the thing that separates him from everybody else, though, is that he gets to the line just so consistently. And I think that's where it's been. I mean, I mean, he has. I mean, that, that guy shot twenty-one free throws the other night. But I mean, no one, no one held it against Tim. I know you're ready to just kill Harden <laughs> for free throws. But no one, no one thought like that. Uh, like Kareem was doing anything wrong when he was dunking. Fair. He was just like he's like I have a skill set. The right. rules allow me to do this. Until you change the rules, I'm gonna do this. Or like Shaq, I'm gonna do this. I mean, if I if Shaq I know was, I can do it every Shaq time, Shaq tried to avoid the line. Well, uh, yeah, he tried to avoid yeah, line, but I'm just was, talking about I'm just talking about his offensive prowess. But like, he would hook your elbow. He'd in. hook your elbow. He he'd spit. I mean, he I mean, he was physical. I mean, a lot of the times, you know, those guys are trying to yeah. resorted and right. You know what I mean? It's just different stuff. I mean, but you know, it's undeniable that a guy like that changes the game. Would he be a better or worse player if he didn't go to the line as much? I would say that if he has the ability to go to the line, and it's an effective and I don't know, a smart mm-hmm. strategy that if he didn't do it, I would say it almost makes him a worse player. Tim, what right. are your thoughts to that? I just don't think he's entertaining. Really? You I mean, don't think awesome. James Harden's entertaining? No. Like, what Must he does see. is amazing. He's absolutely <laughs> incredible, but, like, I don't. Must like, see. I don't. No. Because Bro. This, this is James Harden. This is James Harden every year. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay. So he has these amazing games, right? He has this amazing stretch where he's uh-huh. like one or two in MVP voting. And then when it's 3-2 to two in the Western Conference semifinals, the Western Conference finals, and they need James Harden to win the game, he's tired every time. Huh? I think he's an absolutely amazing talent. I have no issues him being one or two in the MVP race every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to hold like playoff losses necessarily against him because obviously my favorite player in the world took seven years to win an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, don't you think it's like weird he gets tired at the same point every season? <laughs> You know, like, like I can't yeah. be wrong there. Yeah, yeah, but over the course of his career, he's played like a hundred playoff games. He's only started like sixty of them. Or sure, whatever, that's fine because right. of that. Yeah. But but during his playoff span, his field goal percentage has dropped like three percent from regular season to to postseason. Steph Curry's has dropped three percent. Like I, I just feel like it's a normal drop off. You're playing harder talent, and. I don't know. Like he, and plus playoff time too. Like, there's nobody really else. I mean, I, I mean, I know they have Chris Paul, but there's nobody really else that you have to design a defense around to stop except Harden. So, I'd say Giannis. So, well, no, no, no. I'm talking about on on Houston. Oh, okay, gotcha. On That's Houston, fair. like he is their. I mean, he is their scoring option. Yeah. So you know. That's that, I mean that's kind of what I mean it, it's it's a lot to try to stop him. Oh, I'm not denying that at all. I for, just I don't get excited for him like everyone else does. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying he's overrated. Like I said, I have no issues when he's in the MVP race. I do think Chris Paul won him the MVP last year. I don't think that's the case this year. But I think that uh I just I don't love him the way everyone else does. Yeah. I think I'm allowed that, right? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Gosh, absolutely. Yeah. I, 
I I love watching him because I think you he's he seems near impossible to defend like Giannis, but in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. Where you watch him do the step back, and you're like, "What do you mean? Just go closer to him, like close out, like mm-hmm. play him on closer." Mm-hmm. And then you see him drive and get all the fouls, and you're like, "Why just play back? Like, right. You know he's going to drive. <laughs> right. and there, there's just nothing you can do. And you know he's going left. Yeah. You well, know yeah. he's getting to his left hand." Chris Bosh talked about um, when the Heat played the Thunder in the finals. They were kind of just like, we'll let Westbrook and Durant do whatever. We're going to focus on Harden. Yeah. And like, that was their game plan through that That's whole crazy. series. It's crazy. Um, when you go back, he was number two in voting the 2015-2016 season that Steph mm-hmm. won it. There were some people that thought James Harden should have won it. I don't think he should have. I was Same. totally cool with Steph winning it. Yeah, Steph should have won that one. But he was top two in, in MVP voting. Fa- fast forward to the next year was... Uh, Russ. Russ, Russ in the triple-double double year. year. James Harden actually had more first or second-place votes than Russell Westbrook did. Yeah. Russell yeah. Westbrook just had more first-place votes. But there were more people that saw James Harden as a top-two player than saw Russ as a top-two player. Right. Then the next year, Harden wins MVP. Um, and I think everyone was cool with James Harden winning it last year. Yeah. You guys think? Yeah, you we, yeah. I, I know we had talked about it before, Tim? like, uh, he's got a weird, like, I just ate lemons is, face. Is this the part where you say LeBron? Yes. All right. All right, uh, get it out of your system. All right. Again, <laughs> I know everyone's like, well, the Rockets need James Harden to get there. Rightfully so. Get that. But, like, Jesus Christ, he had Chris Paul do so much to help him out that year. LeBron literally was winning with Larry Nance Jr. and Jordan Clarkson for part of the season. Oh. Dwayne Wade and Isaiah Thomas for another yeah, year. Well, here's what I'm going to say about LeBron. If Le- that if, LeBron could win it every oh, year, oh, I know, like, I know, I know. Like it's kind of like Michael Jordan. Like, but tell he, me, like, tell me, last year wasn't the right case for him to win it. Tell yeah. me that doesn't make sense. He literally played with twenty-two different guys last yeah. year. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but <laughs> like, I'm not saying Harden didn't deserve it. All right, but I mean, be realistic here. One of those guys took bums to the finals. Yeah. And, and, I, and I get that. And part. It's, I know it's a regular yeah. season award. Yeah, but like I, I definitely thought that you could have easily made the very same yeah. case that LeBron James should have been MVP last year. I do think that there is something about winning. How many games did they win last year? Sixty five. Oh yeah, I, I totally 65, get that. And it was like a no games off. Yeah. And I think that there is value in that. In the same way where, you know, we're hurting Kawhi Leonard for taking games off. Um, and he's actually not playing the games. LeBron is playing the games, but you could tell he's playing it. 85%. Right? right. I think that there is something to be said about actually going for it. Um, right. But, so, Harden is, you know, right now, do we think Harden's the MVP this year? Yeah. Or yeah. top two? Absolutely. Cool. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No Definitely confident with, with top two. Absolutely. I say he's my MVP this year. Um, and so, if he's been top two the last four years in MVP voting, is he a top two player in the league? I think at some point you have to think about it. But yeah. like, who drops off? So let's let's consistent top four, like or uh, let's go cons- consistent. I put I top put, five. Okay. So we're uh, I get Steph, LeBron, Durant, Durant, Davis, Anthony Davis, and uh, and I would say Harden. Yeah. Consistently, everybody would say those right. guys are top five. Would you put Giannis in there? Not yet. Okay. No, I I don't know how you could put Giannis above Harden. Correct. Would Harden's put... been a top two player for four years. Right. Yeah. The only other person and he's led his team to the conference finals, finals to a game seven. Right. Where like he's been in an NBA championship. Yeah. I just, Correct. He's yeah. done everything that Kevin Durant did up until last year. Correct. Say so the only or up until up until he joined the Warriors. He yeah. Did absolutely. Everything Kevin Durant was and Kevin well, Durant was the number two. Player that's what I was gonna say. The only other person you can really like put a resume up against is Steph Curry. I as far as that, that fifth spot. Yeah, and he's gonna have a second MVP. Hmm. I think, like, let's just... No, right now, I'm with you. Let's play it out, right? Let's pretend for a moment that Mm -hmm. he gets a second MVP. Him and Steph both have two MVPs. Now, Steph won a title without Durant. Mm -hmm. Correct. So... But the point you and I made a couple weeks ago, this isn't this disregard Steph, is we go back to, I criticize Harden for not showing up in the playoffs. It's like you and I talked about. Other than, like, the 2016 finals and the Warriors won... How many times has Steph shown up short in the playoffs? Yeah, and again, he has the same statistical drop-off as Steph in so many categories. Uh, and he still hasn't been an MVP in the finals, has he? Right. Right, because Iguodala won the first Iguodala one, won the first and Durant, Durant won the other won the two. two. Yeah. And like last year, he had a chance to win it, but he was awful in Game 3. Right. 
he was one of ten from three in game right. three. So Steph's really the only guy because I mean Kawhi, like I think Kawhi that plays eighty two games is still one of the ten, five best players in the world. But oh, yeah. we, we we don't see it anymore. We don't see that anymore. Now we may see it when he's a Laker. But I don't think it's happening. I think uh, he's a Clipper or a Clipper. When he's in L.A., we'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We may see we may see a Kawhi Milwaukee. that is. We we may see a Kawhi that's a 2014 Kawhi. I just I do think that I guess this is my final thoughts on it is that it didn't take much for AD and Giannis to mm -hmm. really get to that same level as James Harden mm -hmm. when neither of them were top two in MVP voting ever or won it. You know, what right. I mean? like Giannis. I think most people put Giannis as a top six player in the league right now. Right. Yeah, and, and this like, is the year he'll be in the top two or three in the MVP voting. Yeah, probably. Um, but like. After how many years of doing it? Like one? Right. You know what I mean? And like it took one year for Giannis to have a really good year. Yeah. And for people to be like, oh, this guy's excellent. He's great. Right. Um, for them to put him in the top six, like what does Harden have to do, I guess? like and this was the first year last year Anthony Davis was in the top three for MVP. If Harden, if Harden won a championship this year, where would you put him? I would put him in – I would put him in – uh, I still have a tough time putting him over Steph, but Steph also has a designation of best shooter ever. Yeah, that's so that's right. yeah, like, that right. makes it tough. That's fair. Better uh, offensive player than Durant? I think he is. Yeah, you think so? I think Durant's still the greatest scorer I've ever seen because there's like nothing you can do to stop Kevin Durant. But James Harden, I don't think is too that's far I, behind. That's how I feel about James Harden, though. Yeah, right. it's not too far behind. No, I was gonna say I don't think there's much you he, can do. The to only stop. problem is one seven foot, one six four. Yeah, I feel like if you put a guy that was, I feel like if you put maybe Kawhi on Harden, you could stop Harden. I don't know if you could stop Durant if you put anyone in the league on him, including no. Anthony Davis. Well, shit, we talked about that Raptors game earlier. Right, where Kawhi, where he got 40-something, what do you get, 40, <laughs> 46 on Kawhi? Like, yeah. Kawhi isn't there slouch defensively. He's long, he's got long arms. I mean, he was shooting right over top of him like it was nothing. So Yeah, yeah. Durant but, is, um, I said Durant and LeBron are the only two NBA players that aren't human beings. They're not from this planet. Yeah. And like everyone else is where you can kind of say who's the best human being basketball player. Right. So this is a great transition. Uh, I think we have LeBron number one as our greatest of all time or our greatest in the league right now. Um, you might have the greatest of all time. That's your call. Um, on ESPN plus LeBron has that more than an athlete series. Mm -hmm. That's been great. I've been following that. Yeah. It's been awesome on that. He said, um, after he won the 2016 championship, that that was when he felt like he was the greatest of all time. Uh, he said this in a room with Maverick Carter and Rich Paul, Rich Rich Paul, Paul. and um, a ton of cameras for ESPN Plus, of course. Right. Um, but then he got flack from Danny Ainge, and Danny Ainge said that he thought it was Trump-like to kind of boast like that. What are your thoughts on the greatest of all time Trump comment from Danny H? <laughs> you want to go first? Or you want me to do that? Uh, you go first. No, all right. No. So, one, I actually have no issues with him saying it. I don't. I know everyone likes pissed off about it. And there's been like people have come out and been like, if you're the greatest player of all time, you shouldn't have to say it. Like Michael Jordan didn't say it. If Michael Jordan, you're fine with who saying? It? Are you fine with Danny Ainge saying it? Or you're fine no, with no, no, LeBron not at all. It? I'm fine with LeBron saying okay. it. And like honestly, if Michael Jordan did say it, I'd be fine with it too. If Magic Johnson said it, I'd be fine with it. You know, which I'm sure that Jordan has said it on a golf course, right? Tens of thousands of times. Right. Yeah, they're like they're like Michael Jordan never said he was the greatest player of all time. He just belittles his teammates in kind practice. No big deal. Yeah, no he, one he seems just, to worry about that. He just, slapped, he just, he just slapped it into he Malik Monk. Say, he just slapped right. the greatest of all time. He, just, he punched head. Steve Kerr in practice. But, yeah, you know, it's all good. You and I go back to the point of we talked about when we were talking about this the other day. Like, what was one of the best things about Muhammad Ali? He owned that I'm title. The greatest. Yeah. He said, "I'm the greatest," and there was not a problem with it. He didn't have the best record. He didn't have the most titles. He wasn't undefeated, but he was the greatest. Right. And there was not a single – no one had a, a single issue with it. No one thought that he was boasting, anything like that. People thought, yeah, this guy is the greatest, and he and holds himself it. like that. Right. So my favorite thing about it, though, is when we all talk about the greatest of all time, LeBron's at worst in our top three should be top two. Sure. So we, when we talk, we're like, yeah, you know, he's first or second greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. But when he says, it's like, oh, what an asshole, you know, like. 
Right. Do you remember like when they played Oklahoma City in the finals? We were all like, "Well, he's the best player in the world." And he gets a press conference. I was like, "I'm not really worried because I'm the best player in the world." And I was like, "What a dick!" <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's like Paul Pierce saying. It, right. Right? If, if Paul Pierce came out and was like, "Yeah, I'm the greatest player of all time," be like, "All right, this guy right, is come being on, a douchebag." Come on, bro. Like, yeah, you're yeah. the greatest player of all time. Right, like, come stop. On. Yeah, right. stop. But yeah. but it's LeBron. Ben, yeah. what what are your thoughts on the comments? Um. Well, Danny, first on the Danny Ainge yeah. comment, um, Ainge himself said he was better than Bird, who he like loved Bird. They won championships together. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, because that. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Danny Ainge comment, I would say that I just don't like making that connection. Right. Um, with all players to do that. Yeah, with with all players to do that. With all the political stuff that's going on, like there's just there's no need to make that connection. I just don't feel like it's appropriate. But you know, um, LeBron didn't seem to have an issue with it. I don't even think he even commented on it. I don't remember seeing any comments of LeBron. You know, so I mean, it's under his radar. So I mean, if it's under his radar, it's not really anything for anybody to fodder with. But um, with LeBron saying it, um, I don't have an issue with it at all. I mean. If I don't feel like I'm the best, then what is, what is the whole point of 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 sports? Like you don't play sports to be second. Like you know, like if I want to be the greatest player of all time and I feel like I've accomplished those things, then why can't I say I'm the greatest player of all time? I'm with That's Tim. True. I'm with Tim. Like like if Michael Jordan were to come out and say, "No, you're not. I'm the greatest player of all time. I got six rings." I got this many MVPs. I got this many defensive player of the years. I've got this, that, and the other. I wouldn't have a problem with it. it what's the point? Of, you know, even if Kobe, like now, I know I don't want to get Tim all riled up, but, but <laughs> yeah, no, this is. But, but like, we're if, not, if, we're if not Kobe, having the discussion. No, yeah, I'm not having the discussion. Greatest right. player of all time. We're having the discussion of who, of, of is it okay to say it? right? So if Kobe comes out and says, "I've got five rings. You've got three. I've got this, that, and the other. I've got any, like sure, like." If if sure. you're gonna say it, you, you've got the stuff to say it and back it up. Then what's the problem with it? Like, I agree. Uh, you know, Muhammad Ali, the greatest speaker of all time, always said, "I only say that I'm the greatest because that's what I believe." I, you don't have to believe that, but I believe that, and I'm gonna make you believe that. And, you know, if you got a problem with him, make him not the greatest. Go out there and shut him up. You know, that's true. That's so, true. But I definitely agree. I mean, he, he if you want to say you're the greatest of all time. LeBron, you say you're the greatest of all time. I think he's earned the right to say it. I do too. Oh gosh! And again, yeah. again, he's not. I think that he's in in that handful of players that can say it. I'm mm-hmm. fine with it. if Larry Bird came out and said he's the greatest player of all time. Kareem, yep. Magic, all, like yep. all these players. If Bill yep. Russell says it, that's fine. That's fine. You, not Paul Pierce. Right? <laughs> not Paul Pierce. Right? <laughs> I mean, Paul Pierce may be top thirty all time. No, but you can't be like you can't be like I'm the top thirty greatest player in the world. Like, you can't be like. T Mac, I don't know. Like if T Mac said it, I'd be like, right. eh, that's kind of, it's kind of right. Again. Yeah, right, right. 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 Um, there's a, like you said, there's a handful of guys. There's maybe there's yeah. two guys. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. oh, I think there's maybe. Two, I, I think if Magic were to say it, I'd be like, okay. Magic, I think Kareem, Will, Will, yeah. Bill, MJ, Larry, Larry. Like yep. I think that there's a handful of people that can say it. That could say. Yeah. It. If Shaq wanted to say it, if Kobe wanted to say it, yeah, I wouldn't have an issue with that. No, that's not at all. fine. But I, I think that there is that elite, legendary, all-time right. kind of class. Kind of class. Yeah. Yep. And LeBron is not only in it, but he is high, oh, he, high yeah. up in that class. Absolutely. If not at the top. So I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. I do think that um, Danny Ainge, we talk about him as being like this puppet master, chess player. Everything is so cerebral, and he's so much smarter than everyone. When we talk about he just roasted Rich Paul's best friend. Rich Paul, who is Anthony Davis' agent. agent, right? Um, you know, Rich Paul is about is about himself as well. You know, he's obviously LeBron's friend, but Rich Paul is a professional. He'll do what's best for himself and his clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually believe that they in the in the show because I, I watched that episode when he said it. Yeah, in the show, Rich Paul calls all of his clients after every single game it doesn't matter if rich paul's on vacation if he's at dinner he will call 100 percent of his clients after 100 percent of their games 
which was crazy. That's a good agent. It was crazy to me. That's just to awesome. talk, just to talk. How's the game? How you feeling? How's everything going? All right. Yeah, How could you it. not ride with a guy like that? Oh my gosh! And While just, he's taking care of Darius Baisley in his year off, you know, like, yeah, like how did like how could you not ride for a guy like that? Like, yeah, like or how could you? When I tried you, to reach out to Darius Baisley when I first came on this podcast. Did you really? I did. I wanted him to come on here, but then I realized he couldn't, like he wasn't allowed to, because right. he's he's a local guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah Cincinnati. and I was like, dude, this would be so cool. Like he's from Cincinnati. I could tell he's a top prospect, but. Yeah, he couldn't. So. He couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I think Bayheim that, was salty about him. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, I don't know, man. I don't think it was a smart move. I do think that comments like this. I don't know if maybe this is just kind of a, a turning something into nothing. But the fact that it's from Boston, the fact that it's, it, I'll say what it is. It's a white guy saying it to to an African American guy. Yep. I think that that. Plays a part in Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right? right? I think that it feels almost like Danny Ainge, whether he was trying to or not, I don't think he was trying to. Um, I think he's just a competitive guy, and LeBron's right. a competitor against him one way or the other. I think that those comments kind of appeared like they could set things back, potentially. Yeah. Um, just a little bit, at least. And LeBron's done a lot to try and further the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't think that Danny Ainge was really furthering the conversation. I don't think that he had ill intent of doing it. No, not at all. But no. I do think that that it didn't come across well, great. Well, you, you bring up the point about Anthony Davis. Like, I'm sure he probably feels like he's slightly behind in that right now. You know, with the agency, the whole, like, all the L.A. guys coming out to talk about him, LeBron and him going out to dinner. Not to say him and Kyrie, you know, have talked about this, said they've talked about playing together, but... That meeting the other day. Right. If that meeting doesn't happen, do you think Danny Inch has the comments? Right. right. Yeah. If, they, yeah. if LeBron doesn't go out to dinner with him, does Danny Inch say it still? Right. I don't know. It'll be really telling if LeBron gets the first pick in the All Star in the All Star draft. <laughs> but he's like Anthony Davis. It's like, yeah. oh. oh, we're gonna get to All Star here in a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I, I I do I don't have a single problem with LeBron saying it. Actually, um, I love that he did. I this is this is funny. Last week was LeBron's birthday. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Um. That comment was out during last week's show, and I saw the quote from ESPN. I really thought nothing of it. Right. And I thought it would kind of have a, a life cycle of about 12 hours. I thought it would be a tweet. Yeah. Um, I thought, it, you know what I mean, that ESPN could tweet it out. It would get 5,000 retweets. Right. And then it would just die on the internet in, in a day. People would go to bed, and it wouldn't even be the story anymore. James, Har- You know what I mean? James Harden put up 40 again. Now we're back onto that. And so I don't think that LeBron – was trying to really yeah. do much with it. I think it would have died. No one called him arrogant when he was like, and they show him in the locker room after game six when he's like, they fucked up. No one's like, how arrogant are you there? It's just, you see you're the greatest part of all time. How arrogant of you. Right. You know, yeah, like, I love that. I man. loved it. Gosh. Loved it, man. Because you know I damn well, that. like, you know, it very, it stung with him when Steph the year before was like, yeah, that locker room still smells like champagne. Yeah. Which was also a really cool, yeah, really it cool was. I, But I love that. And Draymond had the Snapchat. Snapchat, of, yeah. Of, hey, 830, they had to get new carpet. They couldn't get the champagne smell out. Yeah. That's, yep. That was insane. I'm going to miss that rivalry. I will, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, so getting to LeBron James, he is currently number one. In all-star votes, mm-hmm. uh, partly because he's in L.A., partly because he's the greatest player on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's number one. There was some some all-star votes that were a little concerning. Uh, yeah. That's why we need an electoral college. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> stuff, like, stuff like Boogie Cousins being 10th on the front court in the Western Conference. 93,000 people at the time of the first votes that came out, 93,000 people thought boogie should be in the all-star game he's played zero zero minutes me and him have pretty similar stat lines this season actually (laughs) um jeremy lynn he's not starting um and i think he seldomly started he has 62 and a half thousand votes for guards he's the eighth in the east what is what is that um we gotta get rid of this man like vince carter vince carter and uh dwayne wade are kind of in the same category of it's their last year so Let's try and give him one last hoorah, but are either of those guys all-stars? Really? No. Right. Now, quick sidebar, and I was saying this to Tim. We went out to the bar the other night. I was saying, how awesome would it be if 
they traded him to the Raptors for his final season. And Vince. He, oh. Vince. And he made a title run with the Raptors this year. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Just like I want him in the dunk contest. Like He needs to be like, in the dunk he needs contest. To be in the, he needs to get traded back to Raptors. He needs to get traded before that then be so that awesome. he has his Raptors jersey. Yes. Oh. How dope would that be? It'd be so perfect. Vince yeah. playing in the finals. Oh, it'd be like, so oh my great. god! It'd be so great, especially for, if they win. For, yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine them win. Yeah. Oh, that would. But be, Masai that'd Ujiri be might be like, maybe I need a couple brownie points after the whole Demar thing. Right. Plus, he's an expiring. He's expiring. He's an expiring. Yeah. He makes nothing. Yep. You're gonna tell me you don't have, you know, oh. your 14th guy on your bench plus it's, a second rounder in three right. years. Oh, you can't tell me that your 14th guy on your bench is better than Vince Carter. At there you 41. go. Right. We just put up 20 the other night. Right. At 41 years old. He yeah. still throws down like dunks. Yeah. He's still, and, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah I mean, he's the seal baseline like in two hands. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. In the BB4s? Yeah. Like, you know, he's a never ending athlete. Yeah. I mean, that's an that's That would be ideal. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Derek Rose was second in the West in. Um, in all star votes, Tim, what are your thoughts on that? You're the Derrick Rose stan. Even I'm upset. By we, always, <laughs> we always carve out. We always carve out a few minutes every episode oh, Der- for, for, for Derrick Rose you, time. You to talk about Derrick Rose. So I mean, that's my guy. But like, even I'm like, uh, no. I'm really happy he's had resurgence. I'm happy he's played well in his role. And I do definitely understand he's still very popular in China. Derek Rose stands are crazy. They are nuts. They're crazy for this one. Yeah, they're like, oh, sexual assault case. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Damn, we're just gonna cover that up, okay? But no, no. The fact that he's second over guys like Harden is just insane. And Westbrook, and yeah, that, and like Fox, even right? Yeah, yeah. I also have a problem with, and this is my personal one: Jason Tatum being over Blake Griffin. Oh, I have a hundred percent issue with that. Uh, I would agree. And this, this all started with two K. This all started with two K. And <laughs> yeah, I'm you're right about this one. Yeah. Uh, this all started with two K. Blake Griffin was an 86. Jason Tatum was an 87. There's really no reason. I mean, upside-wise, I understand sure. that. There's a spot in there for potential, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can... There is an algorithm for potential and how players grade out over years. I'm totally fine with Jason Tatum ending up at a higher grade than Blake Griffin. Same. But right now, this year, this season, no, he's not. He's just not. No. He's not. I would agree. Plus, and like... Every statistical category, he's got... Blake Griffin has Tatum beat, you know, efficiency. Uh, he is, Jason Tatum is a more accurate shooter. He's better at the free throw line, stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, just all around. Player efficiency rating, still, Blake Griffin takes some points, assists, rebounds. So all of it is just, I don't know. It's really not even that close, which is kind of what bothers me. But Jason Tatum is kind of that... Uh, that new superstar that's yeah. that's on the rise. And he's, he's fresh really, paint. He's really trendy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was trendy enough to get uh, Jalen Brown kind of out of the conversation entirely. Yeah, Jalen Brown was kind of the shiny penny for a minute. He was. Now he's yesterday's news. So, were there any other ones that stuck out to you guys? Gordon Hayward. He was one. I was surprised he got got votes but i think all those boston Ninth? guys yeah all those boston guys kind of got love um what about luca being second i love it i do like it love yeah. it i'm fun he, yeah yeah i like it too i mean like we talked about before who has been a bigger who's played a bigger role in their team's success than luca yeah, I mean, I mean, outside of LeBron, of course. Yeah, I've, obviously, you know, we're I'll, seeing that I'll now. Say, but you know, Harden and Giannis, and there's a couple guys, but right, absolutely, campaign, champagne for my champagne for my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Luca has he has revitalized that organization. I mean, with Dirk going out, you know, Dirk's on his last report. That poor. Did you see the end of that? What was the game was that they just played? And Dirk was... Oh, they were in the Garden. It was the last game in the Garden, and Dirk's limping up and down the floor. Uh, and I'm just... Dirk I'm is- like, oh, I just feel so bad. And they're, trying, they're cheering. They're like, come on, Dirk, make a shot. And they're cheering. Yeah. And I'm like, don't do my man Dirk like that. Like, don't. Like, he... It's like Brad Calipari playing. Yeah. Sir, he's redshirted. Where you just put him in. You just yeah, put him in. you just put him in. You just put him in. You're like, 
Just shoot! Just shoot it! Just shoot! Clap! Just Come like, on! Like, ironically, people get together. They're like, just shoot! It would be fun for us if you made it. He we was don't like, really care. Yeah. Just, no, make just make it! He was like, 0 for 10. My I'm issue like, is Chris Paul being 10th. I'm cool with that. Yeah. yeah I'm cool, with, I'm cool with, that. with that beef, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, um, I know he's played about 26 games this year, but he's missed 22 games. And really, in those 26, I mean, his career low in points. You know, like, he's definitely not been very efficient. Remind me again what he'll make. And, and oh, he foul. Too foul. damn much. And then Bradley Beal <laughs> being so low, like, on the east side. Yeah. Like, uh, Bradley Beal's below Jeremy he's been Lin. So, he's been, like, for all the shit the Wizards have had this year, he's been really Jeremy good. Jeremy Lin has got more votes than Bradley Beal. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, is we have Jeremy to Lin fit- is crystal and Bradley Beal's White Castle. Let's right. just be honest here. Like, we have to, we have to fix this, right? Like... Like yeah. how how long are we gonna let America and China and everybody else vote? I mean, how long is that gonna happen? So like, here's my thing: is if we want to make it the popularity contest, I am actually all for it and I'm okay with it. Same. But here's the thing: is as as fans, as media, as everything, we have to then come together and just throw out all star selections. Correct. Right when we talk about like. Is Monte Ginobili a Hall of Famer? How many All Star selections did he get? To? You can't use All Star selections use now. That. I would agree. Right. We just can't. That's use a that. mute point. Absolutely. We just can't use All Star votes as a measuring stick anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, that can be the resume because it's now it's now turning into should and this is just an example should Monte Ginobili get into the Hall of Fame? Well, yeah, he was tenth in jersey sales for five years. Right. It's, it's the same <laughs> argument. Right. Basically. It's the same. Saying yep. that he's high in jersey sales is almost the same thing as saying that you're in the All Star game now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy agree. Lin is a perfect example of it. You Derek know I mean? Rose is a perfect example. Yep. Yeah. Like these players are not top players, but they're getting in. So um, if we're gonna do it, that's fine. That's cool. Because don't make it a criteria. Th- that's that, a fan vote's only a part of it, but we just have to then. Moving forward, take it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. and kind of omit that from our conversations that we're having. Agreed. Agree. And judge accordingly. Tobias Harris wasn't in this. That, that might so have been the tick. biggest snub. I Tobias Harris him, is, by the way. is a fringe starter. Yeah. Yeah. I, on Ben's ballot, he was a starter. Um, Western Conference Player of the Year or Player Western Conference Player of the Month. Month, right. For December or November? November. November. For November. Um, yeah. He's been incredible. Yeah, yeah. And he's been the best guy on the Clippers, who have been one of the best teams in the West. And uh, he, gets, he gets no love, none. He's a sharpshooter, uh, a bit of an assassin, and him and Bogey are mm-hmm. a very lovable couple. I'm, I'm shocked that, yeah. that Bogey didn't get a Bogdanovich. I mean, no, Moranovich. Moranovich. Yeah, Moranovich, um, Boban. Yeah. Boban. Boban. I'm shocked that Boban didn't get more votes. I will say that. Because he's like the internet darling. Yep. Yeah, he is. Also, it bums me out that I had Tobias Harris and Boban on the Pistons, and they just weren't as likable. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get to L.A. to Put be Bright Lights, big city. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's a bummer because I feel like <sighs> that it was already there. The it chemistry was there. was there. So. Jeremy Lin over Bradley. You could have had it all, Pistons. You could have had it all. <laughs> Lots of balls. Above Devin Booker and stuff, so yeah, there's yeah, there's one Laker that should be there, uh, right? There's one. Well, they have. I know Kuzma's up high. Kuzma's above. I do like. Yeah, Kuzma's eighth in the front court. That's stupid. Kuzma's above Tobias Harris. That's so dumb. dumb. It's very dumb. Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Cousins is the worst one. Do we agree with that? For sure, absolutely. He has not played. Jeremy Lin is above Bradley Beal. Yep. John yeah. Wall's in there. <laughs> this is before his injury, though. Yeah. Uh, Victor Oladipo should probably be He's high. starting on mine. Yeah. He started on mine as well. Well, you know, obviously. And not just because I got patient for love. I didn't start Zach Levine. And why not? Because, honestly, he had one good month. <laughs> he's been very inefficient, and people yeah. don't talk about that. Yeah, he's been shooting terribly. Uh, Percentage-wise, he's been shooting terribly. He's, he's a high-volume scorer, though. Right. Um, yeah. So, let's talk about Kawhi real quick. Yes, sir. He returned to the motherland, to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Danny Green. Danny Green was met with a bunch of cheers. Kawhi was not met with any cheers. He was no. um, booed vigorously. Yes. 
How do you feel about Kawhi being booed? I get it. I, I understand it. I, I do. I get it. I understand it. But that guy also is part of a championship team. Um, I don't like the way. I don't like the way he exited. Do you think that they value cha- like each championship as much since they have so many recently? Because um, like Cleveland has the one, right? right? So like they're so grateful for the one because that's all we have. I think I would value that one that he won because they were the underdogs, right? That's fair. Yeah, but I yeah. I'm just wondering like right. if they're almost taking it for granted. Like I yeah, think of they course do. we won another championship. That's what I, we do. Right. I think they do. I definitely think they do because I and don't think... And their fans are psychopaths. Because <laughs> I don't... I mean, as well as the Spurs are playing now, I don't think that they're going to have another championship running them like that for a while. So maybe after 10 years, after they haven't won one, maybe that they'll appreciate the one they got in 14. But um, I understand. I understand the booze. I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in booing people who leave or trade. But the way he left... Um, I can understand if you're a diehard Spurs fan, like why that would upset you. Um, I can understand why it would upset you that he um, kind of, you know, put down your organization, you know, he, you know, walked away from, you know, the Spurs culture. Cause that is kind of a, that, that Spurs way of life thing is a real thing. Like it's, it's, you know, Tim Duncan never left. Ginobili never left. And Parker only left just, you know, he just left because he saw the writing on the wall. But if he had his options, I don't think he would have left either. Like, that's that Spurs way of life thing is is a real thing. So f- to see somebody upset with that and want to get out of that, you know, feelings are hurt. So I could see it. Yeah, and DeMar had a great game too. Triple-double. First triple-double ever for DeMar DeRozan. Was it? Yeah, first career triple-double. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah, first career triple double. Huh. Um, I was shocked myself when I saw that. I went, "Huh? Yeah, that's that's crazy." Well, he's not super efficient. Yeah. Um, looking back on that trade now, Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. for Jakob Pertl and uh, and DeRozan. What are your thoughts on it now? Do you feel the same way you did at the time? Do you think that both teams made out well? Yeah, I do. do. You think that one side made out better than the other? No, because at the time I thought that that the Spurs should have got something younger. Right. Yeah, we talked a lot about OG and Anobi. Yeah, how, right. how did they not get something younger? How did they not get draft picks? You know, when it seemed like Brandon Ingram and right. Ball and like draft picks, it was just like, all right, we want a bunch of younger guys and draft picks, and they went the total opposite way and got right. no real draft picks and DeRozan. Um, have you guys changed your mind at all on the trade? Not really. No. No. Okay. No. Yeah, uh, especially now, um, it looks like the Spurs are kind of playing like the Spurs. Uh, I think it took them a while to, uh, you know, Popovich is kind of like Tibbs. You have to be a certain kind of player in order to pay play for Popovich. I mean, he's a hard nosed guy. I mean, I think it takes a, I think it takes people a while to understand that and get that. Um, so I, I think once now that they've kind of fell in line and, and those guys are starting to play Popovich, you know, Spurs basketball, I think that it, the trade looks really good now because the Raptors are one of the top teams in the East and the Spurs are starting to climb. So, I um, The more I see DeMar in a Spurs jersey, the more I like it. Um, I know I make fun of DeRozan a lot, but he is a very fun player to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and He's fun, though. Yeah. And James Harden isn't? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fight me over it. <laughs> Don't I'll be, at me. <laughs> I'll be mixing this and just muting it. No, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's been fun for for DeRozan, and like, you could tell how much that game meant when he threw down that one dunk. Mm-hmm. Where it was like this, you know, it was like I think it was Chase Brown. I was like, yeah, this is just another game, right? And it's just he just throws down this monster jam. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think it's worked out for both teams. I think. Minus not getting an OG and an OB or a Pascal Siakam. I think, you know, San Antonio did as good as they could have in that deal. Uh, because most of the times when you see those guys you want to leave, you have like a Kyrie Irving deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, oh. Do you think uh, that the... Uh, or a Jimmy Butler deal. 
Mm-hmm. Where do you think the Anthony Davis deal will fall on the spectrum? I think that if he comes out and demands like a trade, DeRozan deal or more like a but- th- Butler deal. I think it's gonna be in the middle because if he comes out and demands a trade, and like honestly, like at that point, everyone knows he wants to leave. That really hurts New Orleans' value in yeah. the trade. Yeah. You know, if he comes out, and he's like, I'm out. And like I was thinking about the other day, I was like, what if he came came out and said he's done, and Drew Holiday's like, I'm going wherever AD is going. Then what's New Orleans do? You kind of almost got to take like the whatever the Lakers offer you at that point, right? Yeah, the Lakers don't have enough salary to trade for both of them. True. It's fifty million. Oh yeah, it is. And they just have too many, too many people. We're turning are... the salary cap off like in two K. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So in trade, that case, our trade oh, overrides on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, if they got another team involved, maybe, but I, I don't know if they have enough outgoing salary because they have people that can't be traded and stuff like that. Yeah, but Davis, I think, will kind of be. I don't really see like if he comes out and demands a trade. You know, because it's one thing if New Orleans comes out and is like, we can't afford him, we're not going to win, let's move him. But if he comes out and he's like, guys, I did everything I could here, I can't do any more, send me somewhere, then they're probably stuck. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how that one works out. I do I do look at the Toronto trade with DeRozan and Kawhi, and I think that it worked out really well for both teams. Yeah, I think the last time I saw a trade, probably this even was the Oladipo. Oladipo. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. So, yeah, I forgot about that one because I was actually going to go like go back further and say the New Jersey Phoenix trade when Marbury traded for Jason Kidd. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Yeah. Um, You just don't see it often though. No, not, you don't see superstar for superstar trades. Right. So, I mean, for God's sakes, the Rockets got James Hard for Jeremy Lamb. Oh Lord. And Kevin Martin. Jeremy Lamb's in All Star mode, by the way. Top eight. <laughs> that's Jeremy Lin. Oh, Lamb, Lamb, uh, yeah. Uh, Lamb's the one from Connecticut. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I view it a little differently now, and I think that it is weird to see the Spurs really lean into the mid range thing, where it's like we're going to shoot mid ranges, and we're going to force you to shoot mid ranges, yeah. and we're better at shooting them than you, so we're going to win. And that's how they win now, and it's very weird, but it's been really effective the last ten plus games. Um, so it's a very weird system. So uh, very weird to see that it's working. I don't know. It's the Spurs shooting mid ranges, so I shouldn't be surprised at it. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just more shocked the Spurs are winning as much there with all of their injuries. Yeah. I feel like they're like, you know, I thought they were one away two injuries ago. But now I think that, you know, one guy tweaks his ankle for right. 10 games and that's too much. That's yeah. too much. LMA yeah. hurts his ankle. Like, yeah. yeah. Then they're screwed. Right now they are the sixth seed uh, with 23 and 17. Toronto is the one seed at 30 and 12. I think they have other Laker games out now, too. Yeah, they played them a bunch quick. They yeah, did. the Lakers played them and the Blazers, I think, was like a quarter of their schedule. Also,. What is up with like the digital camo jerseys? Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Don't Why? Get it. Yeah, I know. Well, is like, that a thing in San Antonio? San Antonio. Must be. So the Air yeah, Force, Air Force basic training is in training, San Antonio, right. Texas. Yeah, and Popovich okay. is a military guy. So I mean, I mean, so is Coach K. We don't see Duke going out there in this. All right, yeah. guys, get those camos on. Let's go. Yeah, but I think I guess Popovich maybe is more Zion. Uh, Zion, you better put that fucking camo jersey on. <laughs> oh, Zion had that dunk, and I was. Oh my I had to look how many days we were away from Bro. <laughs> just let him enter now. Can't, why, why can't he just get it? I mean, he's not going to get paid for it. Just let him. Let him. Oh, you think he's not going to get paid for it? Well, I mean, every, okay. every college athlete gets paid, Tim. Him, but... paid in sprites. Yeah, yeah pay, him, pay him in sprites. <laughs> pay him in sprites. Let him go out there, do his thing. And uh, Tell me that wouldn't be dope. Him. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Planet Pat. I think... Uh, I think Nike has already put like a ton of money aside for Zion Williamson. Bro. I, I think they're not going to let him sign with anybody Bro. else. Well, the good thing is Zion's already having the Nike yeah. experience yeah. right now. Uh, I think he's wearing Kyrie's, mm-hmm. the Kyrie 4s. I think he wore PG's the other night. Okay. He is, he may break the record on on a signing for yeah he, he's gonna get close to lebron yeah. lebron has the lifetime deal yeah but even yeah. lebron's first deal was a nike record breaker yeah i think his first deal is gonna break that yeah 
they're not going to let him go anywhere else. They're going to offer him a boat. It took money. it took all of one game for him to jump R.J. Barrett in like the number one overall pick yeah. conversation. Yeah, because everyone was like R.J. and then probably Zion. Yeah, and then everyone saw Zion dunk like once in a game. And they're like, so Zion obviously, obviously, one. Uh, right? Zion is actually well, the guy. Yeah, because I think I mean even that number three part now, which if only we had a show that we talked about this on our network, but. <laughs> John Moran from Murray State is really climbing up that three, four, five range. Yeah, yeah and you, you were saying Cam Reddish had oh pretty rough, pretty five rough, games. Yeah. yeah. And Ball yeah. Ball is hurt with a very, very scary shot. Yeah, very scary seven foot footers injury. with bad feet, man. That, never like a good the, sign. It's never I, a good I sign. I hear that it's pretty close to the Embiid thing. So yeah, Ooh, that's not Sam yeah. Bowie is a prime example. Yep. Yeah, it'll all be interesting to see. But make sure you check out uh, at large bid. That's a weekly show that we have on this uh, same feed that goes up. It's about college basketball. Um, that's one of our really fun ones. It's a little, a little more ADD, as we say. Yeah, it's not very structured. Yeah, so it's, it's awesome a little more show. of a free flowing college basketball one. Um, Tim is actually on location at Xavier and uh, Northern you. Kentucky University, mm-hmm. so um, he's got a lot of the inside scoop on it. So it's all real good stuff. I can give you a bracket advice. Because I've seen probably 10 teams this year that are going to play in the tournament. Uh-oh. That's awesome. You know you want bracket advice. You know you want yeah. it. You know there's going to be Big East, tens in, or Big East teams in there, right? You know you're going to see St. John's and, and all those teams there. So uh, mm-hmm. make sure you check it out. You'll be the smartest person uh, at your work in your bracket pool. <laughs> no doubt about which it. Which is important. That's coming up soon because um, March is, you know, month and a half away or so. Yeah, yeah we're so. two months away from the tournament. There we go. So Crazy. Got to get on it now, and then those players are going to be drafted soon enough so make sure you check that show out also check out 48 minutes um our our flagship podcast that we got going up it'll probably be going up wednesday mm-hmm. and uh we'll talk sure. about the justin holiday trade yeah yes, check it out i'm sure you'll she'll do a deep dive into uh or, or talk more about at least thibodeau since mm-hmm. sean loves that yeah so, <laughs> um but yeah make sure you follow us on twitter at 48 minutes network Make sure that you uh, go on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to it, write a five-star review. Let us know what you think. Uh, DM us. Tell us what you want to hear about. Um, Chat with us about anything. Who's your favorite player? Anything like that. How's your fantasy basketball team doing? We want to hear it all. Um, So we appreciate you guys listening. And as always, have a great week. Enjoy.